Good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Money Talk. I'm Neil Kreisel, and Diane Duver and I are your hosts every week right here on AM 1290, FM 96.9, and streaming at am1290kzsb.com. We're repeated at 11 and on Saturdays at 6. We're brought to you by American Riviera Bank, smart banking for smart people in Santa Barbara, at Figueroa, and at Acapa Streets, and at Montecito's Upper Village. At Arlington Financial Advisors, a leading wealth management firm in Santa Barbara, providing its clients with the personal care and attention of a small independent firm, coupled with the vast resources of a major financial institution. Hi, Neil. How are you? Well, it's uh, slightly raining out. I thought we were finished with rain. I know. It's like the rainy season will never end this year. I know. This is another thing that when I bought my house 25 years ago, coming from New York, my broker didn't tell me. She said, <laughs> it, it never rains in Southern California. I think you might have missed the statute of limitation on on complaints against her now. Oh, it's too late? It's too late. So anyways, we have a guest today. We have Andy Clark with us from Present Pathways. Andy, thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, my pleasure. It's great to be here. So the first article we have today is, a, is really kind of a strange one. It's called The SEC Brings, quote, Shadow Insider Trading, unquote, case. The SEC says that uh, this guy uh, who is being... Uh, 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 indicted uh, for insider training, even though he didn't buy the stock of his employer and did not have inside information. What he did was he bought a stock that's in the same business of his company. And because he knew that his company was going to be bought by Pfizer, he believed that this other company would eventually be taken over. So he bought the other company's options and he's being sued because he had inside information because he got the information about uh, his company being bought by Pfizer, which was not yet public. So I think this is completely nuts, but it would be groundbreaking if this is the case. It would be. And just like, you know, there was a an article along those same lines. However, it was a husband buying stock. And the claim is that he overheard his wife who is in that industry. And he had to forego $1.7 million that he made on the stock. Um, so, you know, it, they're really prosecuting insider, insider trading at this point in time. Yeah, I could see the wife uh, and the husband story, but this I can't see because, you know, the fact that he was able to put two and three together and come up with five because the companies are in the same business doesn't, for me, raise to, rise to the level of insider training, but what do I know? Uh, the Only next time will tell. Yeah. The next article, uh, well, you know, by the way, that has extend. If you want to extend that, you could say that um, if, if uh, uh, Tesla reports bad earnings, then I should, if I sell General Motors, um, then, I'm trading on inside information. I mean, it's sort of not that far away from that. It, def it definitely feels like a, a bridge too far for sure, right. but we'll see how it all plays out. The next article is entitled, When High Yield Savings Accounts Come with an Asterisk. Now, this one I didn't know uh, that, that this problem existed. And apparently there are online um, savings banks 
that provide uh, interest uh, loan, that provide interest income um, that doesn't change um, with rising interest rates. So, for example, if you uh, go to Morgan or a Citibank and you open up a savings account, excuse me, you put money in an account that's paying interest, interest changes and uh, you get the benefit or the negative of, ch of a change, whether interest rates go up or down. These banks apparently uh, don't tell you, or at least it's not explicit, that when you put money in the account, the interest rate's frozen. And so there are people who didn't realize that. So they put their money in when they were getting 2%, when money market rates were half a percent. And then when interest rates went up this year to 5%, they didn't raise their rates. What they did is they advertised new customers were getting 5%. So people who were looking at the ads that already had been an account holder thought they were getting the new 5%, but they weren't. They were only getting the original amount of interest. You know, that happens a lot. And when you look at it, it's similar to the Apple savings account, you know, where they were promising everybody 4%. I don't believe that they've upped that amount. And that's through uh, Goldman Sachs. So it, it's, uh, it's definitely those are tactics employed by banks, because much of their higher earning interest rates are all through marketing dollars is how they give you a higher rate of return than what the market is bearing. And so you know, if you do not have something close to the 5% range in your money market account, you should look at changing it as many of the old school rates that were locked in like that, like that article said, Neil, are somewhere south of a half a percent still when you can be getting a five, five and a quarter percent interest rate in today's market. You know, I forgot to announce at the beginning of the show that Diane Duver has been made managing partner of her firm. Uh, and what Diane told me uh, before the show is I can no longer call her Diane. I have to call her Mrs. Duva. So I apologize for not <laughs> adhering to that that wish of yours. But congratulations. Oh, come on. Why, thank you, Neil. <laughs> and you can always call me Diane. <laughs> oh, thank you. The next article is by our favorite, Jason Swag, in this weekend's Wall Street Journal. And it, it talks about the whole uh, relationship between uh, – Bitcoin and other uh, assets that really have no value other than what people perceive it to be. And what what Swag does is he goes back to 1917 when a Cartier Pearl uh, was sold for a million dollars. And then it was uh, sold uh, 20 years later by the person who bought it for 151000 simply because uh, there was a Japanese discovery of how to make cultured pearls as opposed to the pearls that were purchased in 1917 that were natural. So what the article is saying, and there are other examples, for example, um, the fact that uh, an ounce of gold uh, is a, has approximately the same purchasing power as it had in ancient Rome 2,000 years ago. So the whole idea of, of some va store of value uh, being able to uh, maintain its value over uh, so many years because there's, uh, in this case, the view that many uh, people who buy digital assets believe there's a scarcity issue. That is, you can't make more than the total amount of Bitcoin that's allowed to be mined. Uh, but 
the the bottom line is that there are so many examples of scarcity and uniqueness um, that um, does not hold up over the years, and uh, therefore, this is another reason, in his view at least, that you should be aware of buying Bitcoin. And the last article I have, and I have to admit, this is Jason Swag also, and you know, I think you know, based on my history and at work, and you know, what I studied for years, I can really pretty much understand most of the articles, particularly by pundits like J Jason Swag. I read this article four times, and I still don't understand it. But I'm going to try anyway to oh, give. Oh wow, it that that should make for great radio as you try right. to explain it. So, so I'm going to try and explain something I don't understand, which would be interesting. Um, and what? It, and the reason I'm doing this is because. Um, it, this article has been quoted in other newspapers as well, as if it's something that's really interesting. And it is interesting, but I don't know what it means. So here's the here's the story. Um, uh, and it's entitled, A Fund with a 94% Yield, But There's a Catch. And what he is talking about are new type of ETFs known as covered call funds. And what they are, are they um, uh, take money that they earn uh, by selling calls on a stock. And by the way, they only buy one stock. So when you buy an ETF, uh, such as a covered call fund uh, that he's talking about, it only buys one stock. So in this case, let's say it buys Tesla. And what it does is it buys Tesla, and then it bumps up the yield by selling options, by selling uh, call options on the stock. And this basically provides you with a cushion if the stock were to go down. And um, what they do is they take one month return, multiply it times 12 and say, if we had a good month, that's their annualized return that you're going to get. And currently uh, they're earning about 5%, not 94%. But the point is if it, the stock moves in a very narrow uh uh, percentage change, whether up or down, it actually works. But if the stock has a major movement, then there's not enough juice in the amount of money they received from selling the call. And so you could have not only a decline in the value of the ETF, it actually could go to zero. So this is a fund that people are buying without really understanding how significant the risk is. Well, and I think that that's the case with most options. If you don't understand it, you should certainly not do it. And you shouldn't buy an ETF that does it either. Yeah. And options can quickly get away from people. And consequently, they aren't for every investor. And the and the corollary of that is you don't understand an article, you shouldn't be talking about it on the radio. Uh, you're, <laughs> you're, you're listening to Money Talk on AM 1290 and FM 96.9. And we'll be right back. It's a fact. Successful wealth management is built on strategies that focus on the big picture, take a long-term view, and establish deep and valued relationships. Hello, I'm Diane Duva, founding partner at Arlington Financial Advisors, Santa Barbara's trusted family guide, empowering you to make more informed and confident decisions. At Arlington Financial Advisors, we bring order and balance to your financial life by monitoring and managing risk so you can focus on your work, family, and enjoying the moment. We are a fully independent firm offering strategic financial planning, estate and tax planning, and private money management. 
Our plants and portfolios are handcrafted using a rigorous and disciplined approach, supported by a consistent yet highly personalized client experience. Our clients look to Arlington Financial Advisors as a home away from home, a comfortable place to protect what they've accomplished while they prepare for what comes next. Please visit ArlingtonFinancialAdvisors.com or call me, Diane Duva, at 805-699-7300. We can help him soothe that pain. Hi, I'm Eddie Tadouri. I'm the founder of the Rhythmic Arts Project, or TRAP, as it's better known. I wanted to tell you a little bit about the work we've been doing our virtual classes have been reaching out and inspiring students around the world, as well as right here at home. Our primary objective is to promote the inclusion of people with different abilities, as well as their typical peers in all aspects of everyday life. Like everyone struggling to make ends meet in our nonprofit world, we depend on donations from folks like you. Please review the website at traplearning.org and give what you can. I'm very grateful. Welcome back to Money Talk, brought to you by Arlington Financial Advisors, a leading wealth management firm founded on providing thoughtful, objective, and comprehensive financial guidance for families and entities who are seeking long-term financial confidence. And we can be reached at 805-692-5102, or you could email us at moneytalk1290 at gmail.com. And if you're just joining us, we have with us the founder and owner of Present Pathways, Andy Clark. Andy, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Uh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So tell us a little bit about what Present Pathways is. Well, Present Pathways is uh, the company that, that I started that um, is basically focused on uh, healing and human high performance. And the, the what we focus on is using indigenous plant indigenous plant medicines um, to help facilitate that. So, besides being a certified, so you use say that again. So you use plant based medicinal powders yes. or plants. Yes, plants. Yes, the process. Yeah, they come in. It comes in many forms. Um, some of the the material is processed from different different areas of the plant. Sometimes they're seeds. Sometimes they're roots. Sometimes they're bark. Sometimes they're a combination of things. So, are you actually um, mixing them for different things that you're trying to solve for, or you know, because I know no, all on your of that website is done. said a all medicine of that is done previous. All of that is done previous um, through the organization that I belong to through my teacher. Um, so everything is processed in labs across the, the country and the world, um, that we use to, you know, create these, um, experiences using these, these sacred practices. And so what got you to find and start this business of present pathways? How did, how did you come up with the idea and what really, drove you to the point that you're at today? 
Well, I think it was mostly my own my own personal journey of of healing and wellness and and wanting to um, you know not only uh, deal with my own my own the history of my own upbringing and challenges that I received as a as a person growing up, but also to help others reach their potential. Um, so it really started as a process through my own dark night of the soul. And on your website, it says that you're also a certified addiction recovery expert. What does that mean? And, and what do you do in terms of helping others in that? Right. Well, I wouldn't use the word expert. I don't know. I'm still, I'm, I'm, that's why we call it a practice. I'm still, I'm still in the learning. Um, But I am an addiction recovery specialist and I, I focus on working with addicts and and trying to help addicts deal with the the challenges of addiction and also, you know, become the best versions of themselves. And so through that, what, what type of, um, are, are you a counselor? Is that what you would see yourself as or? Yeah. I mean, I would call it a coach. Um, I'm, you know, what I do is not therapy. I'm not a, I'm not a therapist. I'm a coach. Um, and I use a wide range of different modalities and practices to help coach people um, through different forms of addiction. Um, the root of all addiction is basically the same. Um, it doesn't matter whether it's uh, to spending money or to porn. Um, addiction all, always comes from the root of hopelessness. So um, we, can, we can start to use different modalities to help support people through navigating that, those waters. How do these um, ancient, uh, uh, well, I call them drugs, but I, don't, but I guess it's you know plant-based, uh, plant-based um, uh, plant uh, things that you're giving people. How, how does that help with addiction? Well, it, it it has a lot to do with neuroscience and and interrupting the the, the patterns that are formed within the brain and, and within a person's neurology to um, create states of neuroplasticity um, that uh, we, we receive early in our, in our development, um, the most neuroplasticity when we're born as children. So we're, we're uh, almost hypersensitive to our environment and that's how we begin to develop. So when we take these medic- medicines, they slip our, our brains into a state of plasticity. Um, and it sort of puts everything in neutral and allows you to see yourself outside of your own situation. Um, there's great studies that have been done by John Hopkins University with this with this information. Um, and what it showed is that um, you know, under the the influence of psychedelics or pathogens, the the neural pathways that are uh, sort of the regular neural pathways in the brain dampen and quiet and other pathways that were not there before emerge. And so you're quite literally thinking and, and being out of the box of your experience. And so it, it gives you uh, perspectives and possibility where none existed. Can you get any benefit from these if you don't talk to someone like yourself? I mean, if, what if somebody were to just go out and buy some of this stuff and take it, would they get any benefit without having counseling? Uh, you know, I hate to say that on uh, <laughs> on the record, but you know, people do it all the time, and and you know, we we look at things like recreational use, and there's a lot of uh, scrutiny around recreational use, but it does have a benefit. Um, would I recommend it? No, I would recommend that you you know be with a facilitator or somebody who's had a lot of experience and um, has a good track record 
of supporting people through these type of experiences. Um, but people have been experimenting with with psychedelics and substances since the dawn of time, um, and and receiving benefit from it. So, are these things we talked about in the beginning? These plant extracts—they're actually psychedelics. Yeah, that's what I work with. Yeah. And so, how does how does that differ from um, when you get it? How how did how is that different from, let's say, buying a psychedelic on the black market, if you will? How how are you able to get get them legally and? Well, a lot of the substances. Well, there is the issue of legality, um, and a lot of the substances, you know, are still scheduled. Um, and marijuana is still scheduled, and it's readily available in many states across the United States. Um, a lot of substances are not scheduled, um, and they are, you know, out there. I mean, the, the 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 pharmacology of ethnogenic medicines is in the thousands. Um, there are many many things out there that are on your kitchen table that, if processed in a certain way will promote altered states of consciousness. Um, and so we, we use those. Um, the, the exact uh, formulas and, and, uh, and all of that are, are IPs and healthy uh, guarded secrets that are in the hands of my teacher. And you, so you, we... you, you mentioned teacher. Uh, yeah. What, can you explain to us, a teacher is like somebody who is... Uh, at a higher level of knowledge than you are, and you go to them to help, just like you're helping other people that have less. Yeah, I mean, well, we, you know, when we speak of indigenous traditions, you know, we speak of the elders that hold the wisdoms of these medicines, and and you know, these medicines have been used for a millennia by the indigenous from all over the world, and that's you know, the uh, every indigenous tradition on the planet has a visionary plant tradition. Um, they all have plant medicine traditions. Most of them have visionary plant medicine traditions. And these have been used for, for thousands of years for healing um, and also for the building of community um, and rites of passage. I mean, you can go back into, you know, Homer and the Iliad, you know, to find things like Ergot and, and these things, so the Dionysian mysteries and, and that sort of thing. It's been evident with mankind for, for more than we can remember. So um, those those people that hold that wisdom, we would call teachers. Yeah. And they pass that wisdom on to other people. You're listening to Money Talk on AM 1290 and FM 96.9. And we'll be right back. When you're farming a vineyard, you have 180 days to bring about a certain quality for the eventual wine. With a bank like American Riviera Bank, it's really comforting to have a partner that understands the agricultural landscape. Having people that communicate quickly with us, that are able to be flexible in how we're doing our business on a day-to-day -day basis has been a real strength in what we bring to our client base. You can bank on American Riviera. We do. American Riviera Bank. Bank on better. The impact of a meal goes well beyond feeding our bodies. Because when people don't have to worry about where their next meal is coming from, they can truly thrive, like Marta. And now we'll hear from our class valedictorian, who with our hard work never ceases to amaze us. Please welcome Marta Moreno. And Alex. Hey Alex, how did the interview go? I did it! I got the job! I can't believe it! I knew it! 
Let's meet up later to celebrate. And Diego. Mom! I got first place at the science fair with my volcano project. That's amazing, sweetie. Congratulations. Because when people are fed, futures are nourished, and everyone deserves to live a full life. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org slash act now. Feedingamerica.org slash act now. A public service announcement brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Money Talk, brought to you by American Riviera Bank, making your life easier with cutting-edge technology, mobile deposits, free use of every ATM machine in the country, and a level of service other banks can only dream about. And we can be reached at 805-692-5102, or you could email us at moneytalk twelve ninety at gmail.com. So Andy, tell us a little bit about your experience as a Marine and how this led to your life's work. Well, that's a great question. I don't, I don't know that many people have asked me that question. Um, well, I grew up in a, a, a broken home without uh, a paternal figure in my life and uh, was a rascal and getting into trouble and um, you know up to no good. And my roommate at the time had joined the Air Force. And at that, it was kind of a shocking moment of like, well, when he leaves, what am I going to do? Um, and kind of feeling that I needed the discipline in my life to move forward, decided I would join the Marines um, and made the decision to do so. And that was a, a, a pretty large education for me. Um, it it really helped formed me as a person and as a man. Um, but it also taught me that there were certain characteristics um, within that masculine archetype that are toxic, um, that I didn't want to make a part of what I valued. Um, and so I think recently I, I saw an interview with George Clooney and he said, you know, none of his successes really taught him very much, but all of his failures taught him everything. And, um, I kind of feel the same way. It's like I learned so much about what I didn't want from that experience that it really kind of helped me develop the values that I did I now bring into my business. And so I love that story, how you were able to take from your time in the Marines and not necessarily take all of it, but take the stuff that helped you become who you are today and that person helping others. Now, in your bio, it mentions that you are a transpersonal life coach. So what exactly does that, what does transpersonal mean in terms of life coaching? Well, the way that I, the way that I sort of define it as sort of a relationship with self and other, how I, how I, you know, the first relationship that we have is the relationship that we have with ourselves, and all of the issues and baggage that come along from that, with that from our own upbringing and, and, and that sort of thing. And then there's how we relate to other, meaning our community. 
Um, and so, you know, I, when I work with people as a transpersonal coach, it's like I work with people with their issues. I work with the things that are uh, obstacles to their, uh, you know, call it abundance or purpose um, to help kind of evaluate the things that are getting in their way, which is the, that's why it's transpersonal. So there's the stuff that you have to deal with in order to sort of um, be the best version of yourself. How do you go about doing that? You know, so there's so so typically somebody comes in and seeks your help. H how long is the, the journey with you? <laughs> is it like six months, two years, you know, a lifetime? What what is the typical amount of time that these people commit? Well, I, I like to think that I have a built-in obsolescence. You know, when I work with people, you know, it's usually for a period of time of a you know, I've had clients up to about five or six years. Um, and then, you know, people generally move on and do other things. Um, but it really depends on the person and where they're, where they're at and why they're, why they're looking for support in, in this area. Um, sometimes the, this includes using the sacred plant medicine or, or psychedelics to help facilitate that. Um, it doesn't always. Um, so every, every person is unique and different and, you know, whether it's you're dealing with, uh, relationship issues with your spouse or um, you're dealing with addiction or things like that. It's like there are ways that um, we can support each other in, in being the best version of ourselves. And that's what I like to think I help people do. So how did you find the study of sacred plant medicine? You know, I, I hear you speak of it and you have a teacher, but how did you go from the Marines to <laughs> finding him and you know it, it's definitely didn't doesn't sound well, like it was a straight line. there's a part in between it's like I went to art school after the marines um and I've had a career as an animation artist and art director for about 23 years um and so that was my transition out of the out of the marines I went into Hollywood and worked in corporate entertainment is the way I like to refer to it um and uh still have you know dabble dabble in it but uh you know, it was the loss of that career, my marriage, my house, my health, that I really came to a very deep cathartic moment and and what was happening within my life. And I was looking for for very deep answers to the questions that I was facing. Um, and uh, I've always had a connection and affinity with the indigenous people. Um, I'm originally from the Southwest and spent a lot of time in um, the Apache Nation and and going to powwow and and being with them out there and um, it sort of seemed like a natural evolution to go down to Peru to study with this teacher and use the plants to help me um, and it was life changing. How, how did you how did you find Peru? I, I mean, how did of all places? Well, the, the 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 teacher, the, you know, when they say it's like when the student is ready, the teacher appears, I guess and. I was uh, was literally uh, on the phone with my sister at the time, trying to determine whether I was going to stay in my marriage, um, looking to get divorced. And my teacher said, you know what, w whether you stay in the relationship or not, it doesn't matter. Um, just go and do your work. And uh, I came across my teacher in a search uh, and, um, you know, started working with him. And then he takes people regularly down to Peru, where he is from. Um, and I decided to go down there with him um, and uh, I periodically go to, to South America and Peru a lot. I still have a lot of connections with the people down there um, and also up in the Andes 
um, with the Caro people. So um, yeah, it just, one thing kind of led to another. So you found your teacher through like an internet search, is that? Yeah, yeah, basically, basically going, I, I, I found uh, a, a workshop with, on holotropic breathwork with uh, Dr. Stanislav Graf, if you're familiar with him. Um, and went to this workshop and at the, at the workshop, I was given my teacher's information, um, and decided that I would reach out to him. Um, and one thing just led to another. I, I was doing my own personal work for years and then decided that I wanted to apply to be, you know, a mentee to be mentored in this. Um, my teacher's gone on to mentor, you know, hundreds of other facilitators like myself. Um, with within his modality and what he teaches, and uh, we're in 42 states and about 120 countries. Um, we're doing this work all over the world. So, and and this is a you know you can't you can't throw a stick without hitting an article around psychedelics and what's happening within psychedelic realm right now. It's it's everything. Are, are, is there is, is there somebody whether it's him or an, uh, an accolade is somebody uh, making uh, taking notes and trying to put this together in a way that both empirically demonstrates the success and what you need to do. I mean, it's like, um, is it, or is it just scattered all over the place? Well, no, it's not scattered. I mean, it's, it's being more directed right now as, as um, you know, it's being, sort of integrated with western medicine and and the, the the pharmaceutical industry you know people like maps multiple disciplinary association of psychedelic studies is in its third phase uh, now maybe fourth phase of, of trials with mdma and psilocybin for the use of things like depression and anxiety disorder so um this is going mainstream it is you know you know look just look at the stock market now what's happening with companies that are starting um with the potential to use these substances for things like um, treating Alzheimer's, um, it's it's huge. You're listening to Money Talk on AM 1290 and FM 96.9, and we'll be right back. It's a fact. Successful wealth management is built on strategies that focus on the big picture, take a long-term view, and establish deep and valued relationships. Hello, I'm Diane Duva, founding partner at Arlington Financial Advisors, Santa Barbara's trusted family guide, empowering you to make more informed and confident decisions. At Arlington Financial Advisors, we bring order and balance to your financial life by monitoring and managing risk so you can focus on your work, family, and enjoying the moment. We are a fully independent firm offering strategic financial planning, estate and tax planning, and private money management. Our plans and portfolios are handcrafted using a rigorous and disciplined approach, supported by a consistent yet highly personalized client experience. Our clients look to Arlington Financial Advisors as a home away from home, a comfortable place to protect what they've accomplished while they prepare for what comes next. Please visit ArlingtonFinancialAdvisors.com or call me, Diane Duva, at 805-699-7300. The Santa Barbara Astronomical Unit is your local gateway to the stars above. SBAU offers planetarium shows, star parties, and much more. Here's Tom Totten. 
So an astronomical unit is actually a measure of distance. The distance between the sun and the earth is equal to one astronomical unit. Yeah, we live on the best spaceship in the whole universe floating around here. There's no planet B. There's no place like home. So we need to protect what we have. <laughs> this is, I mean, moon and Mars will be tough places to live. Venus even tougher. We're traveling 67,000 miles an hour as we go around the sun. We travel 600 million miles as we go around in our orbit every year. And we're going faster than that around our galaxy. We meet usually at the first Friday every month at the Museum of Natural History at Farron Hall. So please join us and learn more about your universe. To learn more about the Santa Barbara Astronomical Unit, go to sbau.org. That's sbau.org. Or call 805-964-8201. Welcome back to Money Talk, brought to you by Arlington Financial Advisors, a leading wealth management firm founded on providing thoughtful, objective, and comprehensive financial guidance for families and entities who are seeking long-term financial confidence. And we can be reached at 805-692-5102, or you could email us at moneytalk1290 at gmail.com. So before the break, Andy, we were talking about how you you know, found your teacher and you started down this path of really understanding and, and learning about the sacred plant medicines. Now, is this something that you create the formulas for or, or better yet in the first segment, we were talking about the neuroplasty of the brain and how, you know, oftentimes that, you know, that fight or flight in children gets developed really early, which then hinders their abilities to be functioning high-functioning adults in society, are you able to, I guess my real question is, is are you able to tweak the formulas so that it's different for every person? I I don't, I don't personally work with the creation of the formulas. That's all done by my teacher specifically. And they're all, you know, highly patented sort of, uh, so that's not something that I'm, I'm involved in. But what I can say is that there are many, many different types of plants that react differently with us when we take them. Um, and in the indigenous tradition, we organize um, the sacred plant medicine using the Native American medicine wheel. And so the medicine wheel has four directions, heart, mind, body, and spirit. So some medicines are heart medicines, some are body medicines, some are spirit medicines. You've probably heard of ayahuasca. Um, ayahuasca we would characterize as a spirit medicine. Uh, or psilocybin as a spirit medicine. So um, they organize in these sort of opposite and complementary fashion. And we can use or layer these medicines in conjunction with each other to help support people on their path, whatever they're, whatever they're bringing to the table, um, whatever they're seeking or their issues or their questions might be. And so, so how do you find clients or how do they find you? Basically, just through referral. Um, I don't. There's, there's nothing that I, I solely advertise. I mean, that might change in the future, but everything that I do right now is by referral. So, a, a, a couple of months ago, we had a guest who has a practice in Santa Barbara, uh, basically ketamine. ketamine. Uh -huh. uh, and what what he what he described was uh, he gives his clients uh, three sessions where it's guided. Uh, uh, discussion with the help of ketamine. Uh, is this something similar to what you're talking about? Yeah. Or 
Yeah, absolutely. It's a, a very similar situation. Um, with the work that I do, I sort of marry that with coaching and, and um, the addiction recovery stuff. So, um, you know, the, the, the most important part of doing this sort of thing is the integration process. The integration of these experiences is the most important part because um, it's how we take this, the information that we receive in these sessions into our life that we begin to experience transformation. Otherwise, you know, you might as well just be going and doing mushrooms in the forest by yourself. So, so ketamine um, had a good run up until about a month or two ago when there was a story about a death of some famous person. So there's some, you know, discussion about maybe not being so liberal when it comes to ketamine. Uh, well, what, I, what, I, I think that, you, I mean, what we have to be careful with these medicines is that they are, they deserve the reverence and the respect that they bring. And when they are misused and mistreated, then people die. And so I'm not familiar with the story that you're talking about, but I know that there's a lot of misuse of ketamine. Um, I, I know it's, it's, you know, people abuse it. So, you know, it's just something to remember. So the the the, the uh, plant based um, uh, usage is all of that uh, legal today? Uh, well, as I was describing earlier, there are things that are on the uh, substance list that's you know regulated or illegal. Um, there are many other substances that are not. So how do you um, get around that? So how do so you are you so you're careful just to use the ones that are okay to use. I, I use what is necessary for the for the for the client. So you recently wrote an article about the entitled "The Role of Vulnerability and Conscious Connection." Mm. Why did you write that article, and you know what um, conclusions did you draw that you think people should know about? In terms of vulnerability and connecting, yes. Well. Um, you know, vulnerability promotes empathy. And when we have more empathy in the world, it, things tend to go a little bit easier because we we sort of can place ourselves in another's situation and find compassion for where they're at. So, um, you know, the first the first act of war is defense. So if you have defenses up, then you're ready for the attack. And the other that other person perceives that defense as like an attack. So when we drop that and we become vulnerable, um, then we're able to find more common ground, I feel, through the vulnerability and not defending. So when you work with a client, are you, would you consider yourself the coach when you're, when they're on a when they're part of, of a session where they're mm -hmm. they've taken a psychedelic and you're helping them open their mind, would you can view yourself as a scribe of the events to help them recall them after the fact? Well, or are I mean, you actively coaching them through the session? It's a yes and, it's not an either or. You know, um, the, the body naturally knows homeostasis. So if a person is dealing with trauma, the body, the body has an inner intelligence and it knows how to achieve that state. The medicine helps open us up um, to that process. So um, a lot of what I do is supporting what's already there. I'm not 
um, you know, I, I do guide people, but I'm guiding from from behind in a sense because where they are are sort of, is sort of uh, directing me into how I can help guide them to where they want to be. Because sometimes we're we're so blinded in the in our own way of being and and sort of like a groove and a record of you know going about things that we need a different perspective. And you know, I work with people through a, a very rigorous intake process to even determine if they're candidates to do this work. Not everybody is a candidate to do this work, um, and uh, are not a candidate to work with me as a as a as a coach. Um, and so we use that information to help people on their on their journey. So, you know, the word guide or coach or transpersonal coach, you know, they, they are a little synonymous with each other. And, and I don't want to get too caught up in, in labels. So is it are you optimistic that addiction can be and I don't know if this is the right word cured because you know if, if you look at the 12 step program they say well you're never really cured we'll just help you get through the next day mm -hmm. uh, is there um, a, a a pathway to uh yes being addicted? yes yeah there is you know what the number one thing people are addicted to their thoughts the number one people are addicted to are their thoughts. More people are addicted to their way of thinking. And we don't see this as an addiction, but it is because people are addicted to the way that they think. And when right. we can Isn't change- Isn't it called conviction then, right? Yeah, right. So when we can change the way that we think, then we can, in, in my opinion, mold and create our reality. A thought repeated over and over again becomes a belief. What science has shown us is that this registers within our neurology. Our neurology literally wires in accordance to what we believe. And we move through the world based on that wiring. I am a Republican. I am a Democrat. I am a carpenter. I'm a this. I'm a, I'm a that. Whatever that has been indoctrinated into you as a child, your process from the church, your job, your parents, all that goes into your wiring. And then you move through the world with this wiring. And this wiring gets you so far, and then you start to bump up against things. And those are called relationships. And those relationships begin to mirror and show us the work that we need to do to heal the things that we didn't get when we were younger. And so these medicines, again, are a facilitator to help navigate that conversation so that the teacher is inside of all of us. I'm not here to teach you anything. The teacher is inside of you. I'm holding a space and guiding people back to themselves. You're listening to Money Talk on AM 1290. And believe it or not, we'll be right back with our final segment. What defines our community? Is it the people? The businesses? Is it the ranches, vineyards, and farms? We think it's all of those, and we're committed to helping our communities thrive. Homeowners existing and new, businesses looking to grow or bring up the next generation, our regional agriculture managing their seasons, crops, and livestock. We're American Riviera Bank, and we invest in our communities. In you. 
It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Start it off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here in California, thousands of kids are growing up without moms or dads to love or guide them. I'm Sean Anders, director of the Daddy's Home Movies. My wife and I adopted three amazing siblings, and they are the best thing that ever happened to us. We're a family now and so grateful for the day we called Kinship Center, who guided us to the kids we love so much. Contact Kinship Center to learn about the rewards of becoming an adoptive parent. Call 800-454-6744. That's 800-454-6744. Welcome back to Money Talk, brought to you by American Riviera Bank, making your life easier with cutting-edge technology, mobile deposits, and free use of every ATM machine in the country, and level of service other banks can only dream about. And so, Andy, you know, before the break, we were talking about, you know, addictions and helping people, you know, overcome them or or find their way back to themselves um, through whatever trauma, childhood, or experiences that they've had. Now, do you have clients that maybe didn't have addiction, maybe don't have trauma, but want to go and become deeper within within themselves? And what is that? Yeah, absolutely. It's a great question. So when people sort of ask me this question, I say, you know, people come to me in two two ways. One is, um, and think of it as like a scale with trauma on the far end of the scale and human high performance on the other end of the scale. And so we find ourselves at some place in between, you know, in different periods of our lives. So sometimes people come to me and they're like, you know what, things are great, things are good, but there's something that's kind of in the way and I'm not sure what it is. And I want to, I want to figure out what that is. I'm trying to, you know, get better at uh, my golf game, or I'm trying to get better at running or trying to be a better writer. um, And I can't seem to get out of my own way. And so it's not just about trauma. Um, there, there are many, many applications for the use of, um, plant medicines. And so uh, for somebody that's out there listening and they think, wow, perhaps Andy can help me with overcome X or get to Y or, or whatever that may be, Mm -hmm. how can they reach you and how can they learn more about you? Well, they can go to my website, presentpathways.com, um, to kind of learn more about me and what I do. Um, and you can always email me at andy at presentpathways.com and we can start the conversation. Now you had mentioned that there are some criteria, you, you have a pretty intensive intake process yeah. to figure out really if you, you're a match with somebody and if they, um, have some sort of criteria that matches what your specialty is, what yeah. would some of those criteria be? Um, that would exclude them. 
Yes. Or make um, them a great candidate. Well, so so again, so people come at different parts, parts of the scale. So, for example, if somebody is dealing with um, the recent death of a spouse and they're like, maybe this can help me, I would say maybe it can, but we you would need to wait. We would have to go through um, maybe a coaching session or two before to get you in a place to do that. Um, dealing with uh, extensive forms of grief um, would make not make you a candidate right away. Um, you know, you have to think about these medicines as a way of expanding and opening your consciousness. Um, and when we get sort of in those, those states of grief or anxiety, or, um, then that might just be too much of our, uh, to, for our system to handle. Um, so that would be something that would exclude, um, if somebody is dealing with coming out of rehab or going into rehab and they're interested in doing plant medicine as a, as a way to help them with addiction, um, it, it might not be a candidacy right away. Um, we'll have to leave it there, Andy. Andy Clark, okay. from, Andy Clark from Present Pathways. Uh, he has a website, Present Pathways, um, and it's uh, something you can take a look at. Thank you so much, Andy, for being here. And thank My you pleasure. all for listening. You've been listening to Money Talk, and we'll see you all next week. Mm -hmm.